Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast. The podcast that explores the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Wastelanders, Vault Dwellers, it is Spooptober. It is time to get together with our patrons and talk about spooky stuff again. And I'm excited because we've got a full house here. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast. This is Tom of Robots. And we're going to welcome in everybody who is joining us today to talk about really spooky stuff in Fallout. So I'm going to read out everybody's names. And then on the count of three, I want you to make the sound that correlates with maybe the spooky thing that you're going to be talking about. Here we go. We've got Pumpkin King. Uh, oh, geez, I'm going to mess up your... Um, can I say V-O-1-D-6-9-6? Is that cool <laughs> to call you that? Um, Darth Odin, uh, Conman, Nova, AK Spartan, and Lil Green joining us on the count of three. Get ready to unmute and chime in with your spooky sound. Here we go. One, two, three. Oh, that was that was spectacular. If I entered a room in Fallout and I heard that, I would wonder what was going on, because I don't think I've ever heard that combination of sounds before. Uh, welcome, welcome to the show, everybody. This is exciting. We are talking about your spooky moments in Fallout games in any of the Fallout games. Feel free to bring up anything from this place was super creepy. This storyline in this quest was really disturbing and it kept me from falling asleep to I had a jump scare the first time I ran across this thing and you know, I peed on my couch or whatever, um, you know, share as much personal information as you'd like. Who would like to start us off? Who would like to kick us off? Who has a really fun story about a spooky moment they'd like to share? I'm just going to stare at everybody. All right. Darth Odin has a hand raised. Darth, welcome back to the show. What is your spooky moment? Uh, you know, it's been a very big toss up. I've been thinking about it all day. But the first time I bumped into Mothman, in Fallout 76. Okay, yeah, tell me about that, because Fallout 76 cryptids, but then Mothman specifically is kind of, I mean, there's different kinds, and then they, they're they kind of mysterious. You might see them at a distance. Uh, sometimes you see, that actually put in the game, are places that look like Mothman eyes, as seen from a distance. That's not actually the Mothman. Like, the designers did that on purpose, so they knew they were going with something spookier. What What's your story? I think I was playing 76 with my brother, or a friend of mine and we're just, you know, going along, going along. How was that? I see these couple right. And now I thought it was like the berries that you pick up for that. That looks very similar, but all of a sudden I hear this. Uh huh. <clears throat> and I was like, wait, what the fuck happened? Pardon my language. That's I fine. looked behind me and it was, uh, what's the aggressive one? The one with the red eyes. Oh gosh, the wrathful Mothman. I, I forget all the names. Yeah, it was it was the wrath. It, yeah, it was wrathful. I swear, I almost cracked myself. <laughs> seeing this thing. <laughs> did you did you attack it? Did it attack you right away? Did it just kind of blip around a bunch? Like what happened? It blipped around a bunch, and then I tried to attack it, and then it just vanished. Oh, it disappeared. Yeah, sometimes they don't even stay and fight; they'll just like leave. Yeah, it was. I mean, I was going to go with, like, a glitch that I found in New Vegas, but I was like, no, Mothman seems like a better term. 
Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. The, I, my own experience is very similar. Uh, one popped up. My wife and I were playing, I think. I think I've told this story before. But yeah, one pop, popped up and like started like foof, disappearing and then landing in different places. And it turns out it would have been peaceful. It was it was the one of the peaceful ones. But like we shot at it and then we had problems. Uh, but yours just like disappeared. It just like spooked. It was just scary and just like went away. How long between seeing him and coming across another one was it? Did you come across another one soon or was it like you just didn't see one I for a while? I want to say another eight hours maybe. Okay, so yeah, a considerable okay, amount later. of time. Because at that, after, after you meet something like that, you feel like, oh, well, I'm going to see another one maybe. Like these are out here. When am I going to? And then eight hours go by and then finally you see another one. I kind of like that, that the experience is kind of limited, you know? That's pretty cool. I would say the next one was a peaceful one. It had the, the green eyes and everything. So I was like, okay, I know not to shoot this one because green means good. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember if the green one... I know the wise one is purple and that purple. one doesn't attack, right? Like, feel free to chime in. Remind me about this because it's been a little while since I've thought about all the different Mothman colors. What's the green one? Do you guys know? Um, so the, the green one is the peaceful one. I don't remember what it's called, but the, the purple one is the wisdom, the wise one. Right. Which the, you, and, you know, usually see with the events right and that one isn't necessarily by. even if you come across it in the wilderness it's not necessarily mm -hmm. like no you, you, if you leave it alone it'll leave you alone right okay yeah so those are the two that are like you don't don't need to shoot them because they're not gonna they're yeah. not gonna attack you yeah um man that's cool how do you guys feel about mothman encounters does anybody else have like a a similar I, experience Con yeah, I, I i very similar the first time it was pretty early in my my fallout 76 time the first time i saw one, i was wandering around flatwoods it was maybe like level 13 or something mm -hmm. and i was just spamming the vats button because that's what i do just to see if there's any immediate danger around me sure and it flits over and there's a level 50 vengeful mothman and i just went Ugh! And then it teleported away. And in all the time I played, I've never seen another random encounter Mothman that one time. Wow. And it just scared the crap out of me. I love that it's <laughs> rare because like cryptid sightings in general should be rare, right? Like this should be the kind of thing that like, unless you spent the time in the game, you might not have a story about it yet, you know, but it, like so, you also don't expect it when it happens. Pumpkin. Um. So one thing I've, I've I, I'm pretty sure is, um, your first encounter with Mothman, you're not going to fight it. That's, I think they actually programmed it to be that way. Hmm. Unless so you shoot it and then it gets first, mad yeah, uh, <laughs> or I guess <laughs> <laughs> because like I've had, like I, I've had my, my experience was the same way. It was where just, you know, vi roaming around vibing when all of a sudden I turn around and just, you know, like a couple yards away, there's a Mothman. And I just kind of sat there going, what is that? Yeah. I feel like you might not even notice it the first time because like if, if you're just turning and it's like in your view, but you didn't pick up on it visually and then you turn and go the other way, like, and it's peaceful, it may not come after you, it may just go somewhere else. Right. Like, so you may not yeah, have even noticed um, your first. When, yeah, it, it, no matter what it, you're, even if you don't shoot at it, it's, it just, oof. yeah, yeah, it disappears. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right, Darth. That was that's a good one to start us off with because Mothman's pretty creepy. All right, who would like to go next? We got Conman. Conman, first time. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. Um, no, when you when we talked about uh, talking about spooky encounters or locations or quests and Fallout, the thing that immediately came to mind. When I'm sorry if I'm stealing this from anybody else. Um, 
is the entirety of the uh, Kriv Beckna and Dunwich um, storyline in Fallout 3. Yeah, yeah. This comes it, up a lot when we talk about spooky stuff. Yeah, this I, had is, a, I had a feeling it probably right. had. I haven't uh, where I'm at in the podcast life. I haven't heard any talk about it yet, but I figured it probably was a pretty common topic because there are all kinds of YouTube videos and theories and stuff about it, too. It's a big topic in just the community in general. Yeah. Nate Perkopile is one of the designers that has worked on these games, and I've interviewed him before, and he he designed the Dunwich building. Uh, I, I have 3. a vendetta against him. And yeah, it is it, <laughs> for me, too. It was one of those moments where I, I, I worked my way through that building and I was like, this is this is singularly interesting and dark in a way that some of the other things in this game just aren't. Which is I, cool. I could have picked out all, like all, pretty much the entirety of the Point Lookout DLC is just being creepy to yeah, me. That's true. Um, but that specific I mean, everything from meeting Obadiah Blackhall, like all the way through, even if you give him the book, when he then just gets up out of the wheelchair that he's been bound to the entire rest of the quest, like, OK, <laughs> right, right. Um, and when you go to take the book to the, the woman and she's dead, she's been killed by the um, by the tribals or whatever. Or, no, not the tribals, the, um, the, the swamp people. Yeah, the, yeah there the we go. Swamp people. Yeah. Um, and it just. But specifically the Dunwich building itself, like I was I was a kid, like I was probably like 14 years old when I played through for through this for the first time. And I I got lost in that building. I there's something it's it's such a I've, I've never had the experience going back to it where I it took me that long to get through it. I got lost and was going that through the same rooms and the same corridors for hours and mm -hmm. could not find my way through that building. And the hallucinations and the flashes were just not doing it for me. Yeah. Did you, did was, you read the notes the as you went yes. through? Like, I was listening to all so of the, all of the stuff, the, the, the holotapes and like, yeah, yeah the, yeah. I listened to every single piece of it hearing, um, Oh, I can't remember the character's name, but the, the guy who you eventually find uh, by the obelisk at the bottom who or by the spire or whatever, um, who like just slowly was going crazy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was it was an extremely unsettling experience. And to this day, anytime I do another playthrough of Fallout 3, if I go through that building, I have to do it during the day. I can't do it. Like, it's, <laughs> it's internally scarred me and as, a gr as, as a now grown man. I have to. And the first time I did that, like I hadn't fixed the Galaxy News radio like di satellite dish yet, so I couldn't play it i couldn't hear it that far away from uh dc uh -huh. but i couldn't have no radio on because be it just being silent in that building was too scary for me oh dude that's so that's I, my I default had, i just had enclave radio playing because i was like i need <laughs> some noise man oh see I, I go the opposite direction i turn off all the radio and i even turn off the in-game music like you know the swells of like yeah, ba -ba, ba -ba, like that stuff because that i want to hear my me. surroundings especially going through something creepy like that i want to know like is there another death claw around that corner yeah. or not or not death claw in this case would be like feral ghouls but yeah you know like what's around the corner can i hear it before it's, i get See, having there. the music off probably would have been helpful honestly because uh like because i'm telling you, i'm pretty sure like the score that's playing in that building is unique to that like building in that quest line because it, it was the amb the ambience of it was just singularly terrifying yeah and i just i i can't i can't get that experience out of my head and i can't go through that quest line i'll put it off for days I'll be like, I can do that later. <laughs> Does anybody else feel like that? Does anybody else play through that now and be like, well, yeah, nope. Or oh, that's still pretty scary. As the 13 year old that I was <laughs> utterly terrified me. And I, I, I think there's a there's a little fact that I, I found out 
that, may, that it's a t- very very minute detail you actually have to it's and it's when you enter the building it's the direction you're facing because when, when you're entering the building you're facing south mm-hmm. but when you enter the building you're turned north oh so it automatically like turns you around so in, yeah you walk in the that. building the building itself is backwards right it's not that you're turned around it's right right but mentally mentally back. you get yeah. turned around right yeah. yeah so it's like this subtle and, detail to like immediately let you know that there's like something else yeah like there's something weird going on and with you talking about going through that i was the same way and it doesn't help that they programmed it so that the doors shut themselves oh yeah that's true because like that's that's a fun that's an easy way to make sure you know you've been somewhere and is to leave the doors and open then you also have the um the objects that get thrown in the build in the building right you got like the tea kettle that gets launched at you right right oh man yeah such a, i remember such a it's such a fun design it's it's so i have cool. to say, like i don't think it would affect me as deeply if i hadn't experienced it in that way when i was so young or so much younger mm-hmm. that just that I, I cannot go through that building <laughs> Or it was the perfect time to experience it because you got like the most creep for being, you know, like at 14, that's a good age out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, All right. Well, that's a, that's of course a classic. Thanks for bringing that up. That's a cool one. Who would like to go next? We've got, uh, I'm just calling you V. V you're up next. It's void void. We'll just go void with numbers after it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, the previous experience I had, um, so far, because I've only played four and a little bit of 76. Um, it was in the, the marshy area in 76. Um, and you got all those like tree houses and everything. And then, um, I went through a town with, I think it was a miss nanny, her name was Chloe or something like that. Um, and then on the other side of that, there's a church on the other side of like this lake thing, there's a church. It's like a rundown church. church. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I went in there and there's a bunch of dead bodies and everything and everything's destroyed and, you know, fallout. Um, and then just looking around, looting everything. I hear this like groan, from what sounds like it's outside. So I'm like looking through the windows, going outside, looking around. And then I go down the hallway, open the door. There's a massive Wendigo right there. <laughs> nice. And so I went, Oh, okay. Let's just shut that door. <laughs> just, you're like, Nope. Yeah. <laughs> he just noped out. Did, did it's, he notice you? Oh yeah. Yeah. I noticed me. Um, <laughs> but I, I just like gathered, gathered myself and went, Okay, grab the shotgun. Let's go. Um, and so, so you, eventually you took it I out? killed it. Okay, yeah, right. I took it out. Um, yeah, because those can be the- those can be pretty tricky, especially if you're earlier in the game. Like Fallout seventy six, everybody has been playing it for almost five years now, right? We're at the five year anniversary. So if you're like level four hundred or whatever, it's like yeah, kill the you know whatever, shoot everything, they, they all die, right? But if you're like level twelve and you come across one of those things, that's a problem. Like that is. That is a formidable foe. Yeah, I was 12 or level 12 or 13. Yeah. Um, and I, I took care of that and I took care of its little minions and everything, found the priest and went on my merry way. Nice. Nice. So it wasn't too much of a problem. No, it wasn't too much of a problem. I kind of cornered it behind the little desk area there. Did so. you know that they existed before you came across that one or, uh, 
Yeah, because I had just gotten past that episode. Okay. In, uh, lore cast. Okay. Because initially, when you first ran into him, especially if you were picking up the game really early on, they look like just kind of a weird modified ghoul at first. And you're like, okay, what is that guy? Why is that one so weird? Right. Um, and th- you, you learn more about them, right? Whether listening to my show or playing through the game and learning more about the different kinds of things in the game. But uh, yeah, initially it's like, what's with that weird feral ghoul? Like, well, I haven't seen one of those before, especially if you played the other games. So. Yeah. And after, and after I killed it, I kind of got up close to its ragdoll self and uh, just kind of looked at it and I went, oh, so that's what they actually look like. Cause I had only known the audio version from your show uh-huh. and I looted it and everything. And I didn't know Wendigo teeth were a thing either. Yeah. yeah which, okay. Yeah. Which that kind of creeped me out too, because I looked at the jaw and I'm like, those could do some real damage. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they, I mean, they're for eating flesh. So there you go. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure you came across more as you continued to play the game. Did you ever go down in the, in the caves and find the one down? Uh, like there's a whole quest line. There's one down in like this cave area. So I'm still currently below level 20. This was very recently. Um, so I'm I'm still under level twenty, and okay. I think I'm still in that marsh area. Yeah, there's more to come. You you will find more of them, and I hope you enjoy the experience. Maybe they'll be hiding behind a door in a creepy church or or whatever. <laughs> um, nice. All right. Anybody else have any thoughts on uh, Wendigos and and that creepy stuff from seventy six? <laughs> Man, they're still a problem at level sixty. Forget level twelve. <laughs> yeah, they're not easy. <laughs> they remain a problem. Yeah, I was gonna say like I still have trouble like for the last time yeah. I remember playing. Like it, like it takes me a little bit to to kill them. So I just default to like the the shotgun that I have because it's got some pretty decent perks to it, and it takes care of them relatively quick. Yeah, pumpkin. <laughs> I think. Yeah, early, especially when you're in that early level, it's definitely terrifying. I remember I had my first experience during the beta, and it was, you know, this was back when the enemies didn't level to your character. They were already set. You had right. went to a certain area, they were already That's like right. level 50. Right. Yeah. And yeah, in the beta, I had like, you know, I was like, maybe level five out in the in the mire where he's thought like in almost exactly where he's at but further down at a abandoned like radio tower mm-hmm. and we just hear I, i'm standing with just a random that we were playing with and i just hear shuffle 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 and i'm like i know what that is and i'm gonna run <laughs> you identified it from the feet sounds <laughs> nice <laughs> Nice, nice. All right. Uh, we, we got time for one more before we do our mid-break. Who would like to go next? Pumpkin. Pumpkin's got a story. Vault 22. Vault 22. Just the entire vault. The main, mainly when you first experience the spore carriers. When I was, again, this was like early, I was like 13 when I first played New Vegas. Uh-huh. And ne- I'm walk in and i'm like oh cool this is a plant vault there's nothing there's just plants in here unknowingly like i i this was exploratory not doing quests i was just exploring and i found vault 22 so i walk in and i'm like cool this is a really cool place and then next thing i know out of the corner of my eye i see something like turn and i'm like what was that and I, i'm like and then that's i i it finally moves and starts you know running at you 
Right. There's and, like the, yeah, the creepy yeah, spore what, guys, right? Me. Like the, they, they're like, yeah, they're yeah. The, the, they're, yeah. It, that's what terrified me. Yeah. I can imagine that. That, I mean, especially again, you're, you're just the right age to be like super <laughs> terrified by like creepy monsters coming at you in a dark, broken down vault. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. That vault has a bunch of like weird plants all over the place. It's been a while since I've <laughs> yeah, been there. It's got the, um, it's got the spore carriers and then it's got the like Venus fly traps. Right. Yeah. You come across the plants and then the plants are dangerous also. Yeah. Right. But those, and you also have the mantises, right? The spore carriers just kind of, uh, once they come they out, just hit. once they come out, they just kind of wander around. Don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind of wander around. They're like, they, they use the same model as the trog, but they kind of made it look different. Right. They covered it in green and then added leaves. Right, right. They're like plant trucks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. You're right. Um, man, is it, okay. Let's open this up. Do you guys remember Vault Twenty Two? <laughs> Who else has any Vault Twenty Two? Um, Darth Odin has has his hand up. Wow, that takes me back. Um, I think I was. God, how old was that? I think I was like fifteen when I discovered that. Yeah, it would have been 15 years ago. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, same, same, perfect age, you know, young teens, everything, like, I'm brave enough, this isn't going to scare me, oh my god, I'm scared now, right? (laughs) It was just like, oh wow, this is full of plant life, oh, there's killer plant monsters, oh, crap! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I, I, like, when he said Vault 22, my eyes just like, Oh no! Did you? So uh, this is open to anybody, but Darth Odin, did you ever nope out of one of those situations and just be like, "All right, I'm not doing this right now. I'll come back later." Like, or did you just tough it out and you're like, "Okay, this is creepy, but I'm just going to make it through." I, I would say in certain situations I would have toughed it out, but that situation I noped out. <laughs> you just noped out. You just didn't. Do, did you go back and do it later? Did you have to wait till I, you were I, older, I or just like later on in the game? Yeah, I had to wait till later on in the game because I think I was like level twelve. Right. Yeah, you get better gear and you're more powered up and able to take stuff out. So, from a mechanic standpoint, it isn't as scary when things die faster. Yeah, that makes sense. Anybody else nope out? You triggered of one of those? like a primal like reaction from me when you mentioned vault 22 that's if i if i hadn't chosen the dunwich building it probably would have been vault 22 because that's another one that i again say i I think we must have had very similar start like early fallout experiences because again i was like 14 years old (laughs) and yeah that (laughs) was such a big nope and again it's one of those things that it's to this day i i go through a process to go to that vault i make sure i am the proper level and gear and i get every single quest related to that vault all at once so i never have to go back there again i do <laughs> all of them. i do all of them you just make it super efficient trip. right yeah nice because i don't ever ever want to set foot in that place again also talking about the spore carriers the really depressing <laughs> one that you find that's uh i think there's only oh, the two child. there's only one or two of them yeah there's one called the spore carrier runt and in that room there is a like a a, a baby stroller so it's implied that th- that one was a child yeah yeah that's Oh, that's so good. I hope I mean, I, I posted this on X. We'll just call it Twitter because that's what it is. Uh, but Starfield came out, right? And Starfield has a very, very mild M rating. It's mostly a T rating. And then there's like 
drug use or something, right? But I was like, and I, I mentioned this for Elder Scrolls, but I hope it's true for Fallout because Elder Scrolls is the next main game they're going to be doing, and then they're going back to Fallout. But I hope both of those series have like a hard M rating because Fallout and Elder Scrolls are best when they're really dark, you know, like. Like there needs to be blood, there needs to be creepiness, there needs to be implied like terrible things happening to everybody, regardless of who they are. All of that, a hundred percent for me. Any other thoughts, Pumpkin? Well, it was between I had it was between twenty two and then uh, Gary. Yeah, can't, yeah, it's scary in its own way. <laughs> he took it from me. <laughs> oh, we'll get. We'll have I to get to the Gary ball. All right. No, no, no. Look, no, no. You can still use Gary. Took, you can still you talk about it. it. Yeah. But I was gonna like the way I wanted to introduce it. That's it. Sorry. I was gonna say mine was just like Gary. You're just gonna start. Sorry. I'm sorry. Like I had this. Why do I keep triggering you, little green? I did that last month. You can still do it after the break. You could just immediately say. Gary. <laughs> just oh, just whisper it from him. Yeah. Whisper it. What was that, Nova? Uh, so I actually was going to choose 22. Thanks, Pumpkin. I had this <laughs> entire like whole elaborate like story or like setup I was going to put into it. And then it's like, Pumpkin says, oh, yeah, I chose 22. There's a scary plant vault. I'm like, biscuit. <laughs> well, do you want to talk about vault 22 yeah, since uh, we're already talking about it? We can like move into you and then we can do the mid break. Yeah, because uh, like there's not going to take two twenty two specifically because it just like obviously a horror and like in the, the depressing atmosphere. But I just feel like twenty two is probably one of the best examples and one of the most depressing scenarios that you can be in. Being enclosed within a airtight labyrinth, basically, where mm -hmm. one person becomes infected and basically becomes a zombie, and slowly that spreads throughout the entire population. It starts out simply as a respiratory, upper respiratory issue, and then you slowly get overcome by a by a, a fungus that basically just bypasses your entire immune system and, and completely incapacitates you because it inhabits every single part of your respiratory system from your lungs to your trachea. Just imagine the agony you're in doing that. Like your sinuses. Think of how bad uh, allergies are. And now also all of a sudden imagine a fungal stalk growing inside there. Yeah, I'm sure that doesn't feel very good. But enough well, about The Last of Us. Let's talk about Fallout. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, it's it's a very similar thing, right? And it's it and it's a, it and is. it really is a potential danger. Like fungal infections can be real, oh, yeah. right? Like Yeah, it was. It, 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 it would be and they are because like those are probably the, like, as you said, with The Last of Us, that was going to be something else I <laughs> briefly mentioned. But I was going to say this feels to me more like something that you would read in a backstory of, like, uh, 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 of, of, like, the original, like, World at War Call of Duty Zombies, if you read through the lore of that. <laughs> okay. This just really uh -huh. reminds me of, sh not Shangri-La, of uh, Shino Numa, personally. And also... <laughs> um, the island. I forget, I forget what the other one. I forget what the other one is from Black Ops Three. But it, it, like uh, Zetsubo Noshima. Zetsubo Noshima. Yes. Just this really reminds me of Sh of Shinonuma and Zetsubo Noshima specifically, and like 
Fallout and Call of Duty both my favorite games. I'm like, oh, this is cool. It's it's re- it's not referencing each other, but it's just like similar evolution. And I was like, oh, that's fun. Also terrifying. Anyway, so that was gonna be my entire spiel. Pumpkin yeah. ruined it. Thank you, buddy. Well, I mean, you've, you've, you make some good points. <laughs> like having infections that do terrible things and make you uncomfortable and and in pain and die. Like obviously that's terrible. But there's also the side of it where you lose your personal autonomy. The idea of some other something infecting you and taking you over and then controlling you and you become like a prisoner in your own body in a way it really honestly is a zombie scenario right like it's a very different kind of one yeah yeah predating the last of us actually by three years yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's his last of us was 2013, right? And this is 2010, right? There are the there are is a fungal, uh, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it takes over like ants and it does the same yeah, thing with cordyceps. insects, yeah, right? Cordyceps, right, cordyceps. So like that, that yeah. is a and real that is thing. The last of us, right? Yeah. That's the last of us, right? So, like, but imagine being aware that that's happening to you as a person, not an insect, but as a human being. And not being able to do anything about it like that well, pers- is terrifying. Personally, personally, I think that this, the Bivera Morticana, is even worse than the Cordyceps because it has to physically kill you first before it and before it uh, uh, animates, reanimates your body. Well, I would argue us, that's less awful. Because that might be better. It, because, say, <laughs> no, no, because no, 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 in no. the Last of Us, you're aware that your body is being taken over and killing people and you can do nothing to stop it because like some of the runners well, that haven't become that haven't gone all the way becoming clickers will actively go like no 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 and like or like beg kill me kill, them. kill me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but, but also i would have, argue going through a also have respiratory a, death is better than that <laughs> i man i i disagree i disagree with, with that because you're like literally choking on your own on your own breath while the last of us your mind is being completely warped and like you have very little like residual brain function and so you are somewhat aware but at the same time, though, you're uh, like, like your your brain's being quite literally eaten alive by by the bacteria, or not by the bacteria, by the fungus, and you're right. Uh, right. I guess yeah, it just uh, depends on what you're more afraid of. I mean, it, yeah, it's I, probably a very personal thing. Like, yeah, I, I, I personally I, I, am more I, afraid of this. You might be more I afraid guess, of that. Right? I guess being in the middle of the country, away from all the oceans, I just have a fear of drowning. <laughs> okay, because you're not close like to that. the water. <laughs> Weird. Okay. All right. I mean, I live in even Florida. Though, though, we'll be I underwater a in a hundred years, but whatever. I live on on I live on a lake. But at the same time, though, I don't know. I don't know why. I just have an like like a rational fear of of suffocation. I guess it's compounded scary. by that. I guess so. That, that's why to me it seems like it's going to be an even worse fate because because it's like suffocating, but not we, by water. Yeah, yeah, you're suffocating because you have a plant stalk growing up. It's like growing, a plant, like you, growing you have, in your you have chest. A fungal stalk growing across your chest, and yeah. you're, you're coughing, you're heaving, oh. you're being eaten alive from the inside out, basically. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. It's fun how often these patron chats just get super dark and gross. I mean, this is like it is the Spooktober episode, but just in general right the conversation yeah. gets to these places where you're like oh that's that's obviously terrifying <laughs> oh this is an average everyday conversation with my best friends what do you mean yeah right <laughs> <laughs> we always talk about stuff like this because we're all mentally deranged yeah well maybe it's because we all played fallout when we were 12 or 13 or 14 years old um, <laughs> they were right gaming did ruin this generation yeah did you <laughs> did you were you 14 or 13 when you played through that nova I was 10. You were 10. Okay. There you go. All right. 
Yeah, that, that, that I was born in 1999. I played the game. That's actually, even 11. more scarring. <laughs> that's right. That's even more scarring. I don't. I don't. I actually don't remember. I, I'm, I'm like I was, would. I think I was like actually 12. But I saw the. I saw gameplay of this from the only Bentley when the it came out at the time. My favorite YouTuber, uh, and he played through the game. It was, was like, oh, Vault 22. Wow. I, I was 10 years old at the time. I was like, oh, that's fun. Nice. It's like a great, great. game. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. And I begged my mom for the game like the next two Christmases until she relented. Nice. Well, <laughs> good work. Myself. Good work. <laughs> awesome. Well, tell you what, it's time to take the mid break. We're going to thank our patrons, which is you guys and a bunch of other people. And then we will be back with our last two patrons to talk about their scary moments. So don't go anywhere. see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. All right, we'll try to make this quick. We've got a new patron over the last week, Damien S. Welcome to the Patreon. Thank you for supporting the show. And shout outs to all of our current patrons, all 85 of our current patrons, and Darth Mosin, our Liberty Prime, the the highest ranking patron. There's only one slot. Darth Mosin has it. Thank you so much for your support and for, for being here. And then also our sentry bots, Germinator, Larry D, Sky R, and Alex. Or I'm sorry, Alex is, is an assault round. I jumped down the list too far. Uh, thank you to our sentry bots and everybody else who supports the show. If you are interested in joining us for a chat just like this or for getting some of the new t-shirts or ad-free episodes, a whole bunch of stuff you can get, go to patreon.com slash followlorecast and check everything out. Also, if you'd like to help us out in other ways, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I will read out five-star reviews in the future. We don't have any new ones this week, um, but you can also rate the show on Spotify if you listen on there or whatever podcast you're listening to this on, or if you have friends playing Fallout games and you want to share this, or if you are getting excited about the Fallout TV show coming in April, we've got a date. That's exciting too. So if you're going to be talking with people about Fallout or you have friends who get into the TV show and they're like, what's this Fallout world all about? Direct them my way. Be like, I've got a, I've got a lore cast for you. It'll explain how everything actually works in this crazy universe. So thank you for all the support. All of that stuff helps. And I can't do this show without you. So thank you for being here. All right, let's move on with the rest of the episode. If you Questions about Nuka World? I'd be delighted to answer them. All right, we're down to AK Spartan and Lil Green. Lil Green, I see you unmuting. Do you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. <laughs> so, so, what um, what happens to be your topic, Lil Green? Vault 108, the Gary Vault. <laughs> oh, <Sorry>. right, right. <laughs> but um, no, the first time, like, it's just very, very unsettling. Um, like the first, because like when I went into that, I was probably 13 or 14 so i was, I was you know same thing young, it's like, like everybody started playing these games when they were yeah. like early early teens yeah so and it's just like it it's just and then but like at the time i didn't know much of the lore of it i'm just like in here i was like why is everybody saying gary this is so unsettling why were the developers so the lazy same. they used the same character model in everyone yeah, but yeah and then uh, like just reading into um, like the lore of it, like it, it just gets it just gets even worse. Oh, God. So what what but, about it is the worst part to you? Um, is it the, the fact that you of, are surrounded by a bunch of Garys, yes. or is it that yes. like something and like it, that I think could it's be also possible? Like, it's also just like just them saying Gary. I don't know what it was about it. It was just. 
like it just got to me well is it um, okay so let, let me let me kind of zoom in on this a little bit is it the okay. idea that they were human beings who have been reduced verbally to being able to only say one word and they were kind of like a hive mind is that is that like is that scary yeah. like oh my god i can't believe like first of all that's disturbing but also if that were to happen to me oh my god that would be terrifying like that sort of thing yeah that, that sort of thing it's just like it um like the hive mind mentality of it and just ends it seems like they kind of lost some of their uh autonomy as well so yeah i mean they only trust other gary's they're very yeah. <laughs> but they also can only say gary it's almost like they became pokemon <laughs> that's, that's horrible but yes right i mean pikachu only yes. says pikachu or combinations of pika and chew Right. So like it's a Gary Pokemon. Can you imagine yeah. having a Paul throwing it on the ground and a Gary popping out of it? Somebody needs to mod that into. Oh, my God. <laughs> we just invented another mod that has to exist. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the Gary Pokemon mod. He's a companion, but he only comes out when you toss the ball on the ground. And then you have to say, Gary, I choose you. Call them Gary needs. Gary needs. Oh, perfect. 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 All right. So the Gary vault, anything else about the Gary vault you found disturbed? Did you, did you just murder all of them? And then you also found yes. that disturbing because you're like, I just murdered <laughs> no, all of this. Well, like at the point of like, it's just like, all right, I want, like, I just kind of gritted my teeth and w went through it as fast as I could. It was like, all right, I need to get in and out of this as quickly as I, as I can just. And I think at one point I did even like mute the volume and I was just, uh, like, <laughs> you're like enough of the Gary to sound just, it, like, volume like, off. <laughs> Yeah, it was like it was it was mentally getting to me a little bit because like all right, like it's because it you couldn't differentiate like how many were in there from what direction they were coming from at times, and it's just like no, no, I'm just gonna hit that and my perception and like just look at my my compass and see where people are. <laughs> oh my god! All of this talk about stuff that showed up in Fallout Three makes me really hope that like the remastering it and putting it back out soon like that that, that actually nice. happens because it would be really cool to go through that again but like with modern graphics and you know all this extra stuff that they've worked into like 76 but actually working in fallout 3 that would be great all right let's open this up who has any other gary thoughts <laughs> thoughts about gary so you could be scared of gary all you want but the amount of the iconicness of that vault still lives on to this day and is even referenced in starfield yeah it's i mean it is one of the first vaults that most people think of when yeah. they think fallout vaults they're like oh yeah the it, gary it, one it's it's the iconicness of that vault and the fact of you just be walking around the vault and in the distance you'll just hear gary yeah the voice acting i think is a big part of it as well i don't remember who the voice actor was for gary but like the, just the gary like the, the way you did it like that like drawing out like i'm looking for you but i'm only saying gary while i say that yeah that's that's pretty good that's pretty good anybody else want to chime in about gary there's also that poor that poor gary you find in the operation anchorage dlc that the brotherhood outcasts just murdered to try and get his pit boy <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is tragic. It has nothing to do with like how unsettling <laughs> it is. It's just, I always think about that. This was one poor Gary, I guess, got out of the vault and the outcast just murdered him. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it like Gary 12 or something like that? Something like that. It's, like, yeah. it's an early Gary. 
Yeah, but also <laughs> think of the flip side of that. If you find him, but if you do that uh, that DLC and find him before you ever like encounter that vault in your first playthrough, you're like, what the heck is this? Yeah, they you don't know the reference until you come across it. And you're like, oh wait a minute. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, Lil, this was a good one. Everybody loves the Gary Vault. We're down to AK Spartan. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I actually would like to start mine with a quick question for everybody. So how many how many people have pets? Cats, dogs, yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got okay. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about centaurs. <laughs> okay. Yes. I, I don't. I was waiting. I wanted to get the pet thing first. I have an I have an axolotl. I don't have a cat or a dog, but I, I was looking up stuff about this. I, I wanted to go last because I I thought maybe somebody was going to take centaurs just because like the the random encounters and stuff and body you know, horror, like, body horror, yeah, and, and, and scary. And, yeah. But I I was looking up some stuff. Um. They're created by tossing a variety of different creatures that super mutants can find into the FEV with a person and just seeing whatever the hell comes out. Yeah, they're it, just it, kind it, of like a blender. They're just, yeah. They could throw a cow in there, you know, a, I mean, a Brahmin. They could throw a cat, dog, you know, birds. It doesn't matter. It They're just having fun with it. I, nobody else is. And, and <laughs> I, I remember the first time I saw one in New Vegas. And, like, they're not, they're not that hard to, to, to deal with once you kind of get the feel for it, you just sidestep the spit aw- stuff awful and, looking yeah, yeah but right. i mean like you see it from a distance and you're just like what what is that and then when you learn about what they are and like how they're made i just feel like that that just gets to me because i remember there's there's um there was a time too when i was playing new vegas where i like ran into like a couple mm-hmm and like that was creepy too because i'm like oh like they're still like obviously it's a video game but like you know to me it's like oh well like they're, they're are they working together yeah like, they work like they pack already, animals that's yeah weird. like like not only are these like mutated grotesque you know cat dog human you know creations now you know out here in the wasteland but they're they're working you know they're traveling in packs they're like wolves or something i have to watch out for i mean it that always got me i mean and the like, like you said, Tom, the body horror of it, like it's just unsettling. It just gets to me. Yeah, I mean, you got like the torso of a person, t- like stuck on all these extra arms and legs, and kind of hanging out. But then even like the the tentacles coming out of the mouth thing, yeah. like like there's a lot of little detail in that design that each, if you look at each of the parts individually, they're all creepy, scary. But then they're all combined into one creature, and it's just like unsettling yeah and and if you think about it like body horror in horror movies in like the late 2000s was that's pretty on point right like that yeah that was kind of a trend for a while so then they show up in fall new vegas so that totally i also makes feel sense. like there's no way to keep your sanity as a centaur like you never you never so nobody gets turned into a centaur and is like oh yeah like i can make this work like you're 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 gone like it, you talk, want to talk about losing your autonomy like you're 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 probably broken at that point you're never gonna have a free thought again yeah i don't know that their brains work like humans at that point i think they're just kind of like right. uh animals on autopilot just kind I of think there is a lore entry somewhere regarding that where like it does like shatter their psyche in some way shape or form i thought there was something yeah there was some, i thought there was, i didn't want to say it because i i wasn't sure if i remember that right but i thought there was something about somebody being turned into a centaur and then seeing their reflection and it yeah that's their, that yeah, rings okay. a bell yeah I, okay, I, i'm cool. not sure if that would be in fallout one when dealing with them like originally or if that was something maybe in vault 87 i think it is in fallout 3 is it 87 
That's a good question. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. 87 sounds familiar. Um, But I did think I remembered that, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look that up again. There's there's all sorts of that kind of stuff in Fallout is so dense across so many games now that oftentimes stuff like that comes up and it's like, oh, yeah, that does sound familiar. And what's funny is like you go back like 200 episodes. It's like, oh, yeah, I did an episode about that. But that was like four years ago. Um, but yeah, the, you come across stuff like that and you've got to go look back up again. Uh, yeah, centaurs. Who else wants to talk about centaurs? Anybody else find them particularly unsettling? Pumpkin? So it's they're they're terrifying but if you if you saw the cut content for four you would know that the centaurs were supposed to be there and they were like a hundred times more terrifying yeah it's and uh, more recent fallout games have gotten and i mentioned this earlier i've gotten a little tamer like there are weird creatures in 76 but like a snallygaster mm-hmm. isn't as disturbing as a centaur in my opinion because it looks less like a person right like a centaur and i i think that's that's a creature they need to bring back for 76 is the centaurs, centaurs? oh yeah yeah the centaurs being replaced by the oh sorry i was gonna say the centaurs being replaced by the mutant hounds in fallout 4 was always a huge downgrade to me yeah i mean dogs are always kind of a problem in games because they're faster and they're harder to shoot and stuff yeah. but like they're not as scary for sure nova did you want to chime in yeah i was going to say that the centaurs like well kind of like how a here's part which is saying just the amalgamation of just many different creatures into one itself has just its own horror factor because like like you, you do you do wonder if like since they can move all of their arms at the same time if the nervous system obviously the nervous system is going to be connected then so does that mean all their brains of the cat of the dog of the bird or whatever else goes into it is also functioning at the same time well that's a good question so are there loading yeah are there multiple brains like moving different parts of their bodies or are those brains is there still just one central brain because one of the things they've shown is that human brains are have enough plasticity so that if you were to say attach like dr octopus arms on a person our brains would be able to figure out how to manage them as extra limbs and eventually with practice be coordinated like that is built into our brains to be able to do so something like a centaur could actually work just using a human brain but it's also very disturbing to think about like oh there's a dog brain in there somewhere too that's moving some of the arms like that gets even more weird well, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, like, if the like, if their their psyche was broken because it's multiple different brains that are obviously competing like, with each other, yeah, that yeah. Are competing. If that if that just the, like the mental stress of that is what breaks them, or is the actual is the actual uh, uh, like process of going through getting combined to other things, or is it just like, the horror like, of it? Yeah, <laughs> like, or the horror of yeah. it. Because like, I don't know. I'm I'm, think, I'm thinking about it and just like. Because imagine having like a dog like in the back of your mind barking as you're trying to do everything as you're trying to do everything. And like, 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 that sounds like that sounds like my house when I try to record some days. And no, I'm but like, it's in your. <laughs> I know because I have I have my gunny boy over there on the couch and he barks at birds that fly past the right. house. It gets yeah. very annoying. Yeah. But, I'm, but this would be mentally though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside Absolutely. your head because. Yes. Like, we don't know how dogs think, honestly. Like, we, we, well, don't know, it, we don't know if they have the same thought process as us or if they're like vocalizing yeah. the or if they vocalize their thoughts in the way that we do. And I would imagine it's in that same way. Yeah, I would imagine it's it's uh, it's a series of just like images and feelings and, and like smells and things like that. Like most people. Uh, some people cannot hear words in their heads. Some people cannot see images in their heads. Most people can. It doesn't mean that 
people who can't are disabled compared to other people. They just process things in different ways. Like they will, they'll use different parts of the brain to process words or images. They, but they just can't see them the way other people can. We, again, all of our brains are different, right? So I'd imagine something like a dog probably, probably recognizes smells or even can think of a smell before actually smelling the thing because they're yeah. reminded of it or whatever, but they don't actually think the words yummy smell food. <laughs> yes, I know. Right. <laughs> I, I, I know what I'm, I, I know uh, like the olfactory sense of a, of a dog's brain takes up the olfactory sense of a dog to probably 30% of their brain. And that's what we primarily use in the dog training world in order to get the dog's motivation, to do anything like that. Yeah. But and I'm, I'm, that I'm would be over. I'm, human, I'm agreeing with you. That would be overwhelming yeah. to a human brain trying to experience experiencing that coming from the dog yeah. brain. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just going down a rabbit hole. Cause I'm thinking it's like, oh my God, like, like, try, like imagine trying to think of the way a dog is, but at the same time you're trying to think of the human is and like, is that what breaks you mentally or is it the entire process or combination of everything? That's a good point. Like it totally it's, could. It's weird to think yeah, about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm totally agreeing with you. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Just the different ways that you would process all that just breaking you. Uh, Spartan, do you want to chime in anything else about this one? I, I think I think the the no the what Nova said about the different brains really kind of just unlocked a whole new level of creeped out for me because <laughs> like like I just well and also like so like I, I mentioned the cats and dogs at first but like I, I said I have an axolotl so like I'm like sitting here thinking like am I I'm gonna come out of here with gills I'm gonna be like I'm I'm gonna be a mess like it's gonna be a nightmare and, and I just the brain thing definitely I, I thought that was a great point because I mean like the I can't, I can't get the thought of like trying to form a thought and like the barking, like that's so, that would be so annoying. <laughs> right, right. Like it, or all just all of a sudden the need to pee on the tree you see next to you. <laughs> I also like, uh, if you're thrown in with a cat, I mean, cat cats, I feel like the cat mind would just take over because cats don't even do what people say when they're separated. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I mean, yeah. that's just how the cats they, work. Cats, cats are freaking are... smart, man. Well, yeah. they're also they're also psychopaths. Like you would see the th a thing that triggers a cat, and you'd be like, "I have to murder it," and now I have to deliver it to somebody I love and put it in front of them. <laughs> like murder it, what? murder it slowly. Right. I'm going to play with it, murder it, and then deliver it to a friend of mine as a gesture. <laughs> like, look at the thing I got oh, for no. you. Oh no, a glass of water. <laughs> what? Oh my God, there's a cucumber on the floor. Panic. <laughs> right, right. Oh, oh, like, uh, yeah, don't. Uh, imagine if you walk up to a centaur and you have like uh, one of those laser pointers <laughs> and then the cat brain takes over and then starts chasing the laser pointer. It, it chases the laser sight on your on your rifle. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Is, this, is, it, is that how you control centaurs? We've just been doing it wrong the entire time, where instead of, you know, shooting with a laser rifle, we have to shoot at the ground with a laser rifle. They just chase after it. Right, send them off into the woods. Just like, get yeah, out of basically. here. Yeah, yeah there you <laughs> go. Yeah. All right. Well, this was a lot of fun. This is another good one, Spartan. It's a creepy stuff in Fallout. It's like, it's kind of a never-ending uh, smorgasbord of stuff uh, but thank you for joining me everybody we got to wrap this up and we're going to go back through everyone and feel free to say like here's the thing I want to shout out I'm working on it and this is how you can get a hold of me or whatever or you can just say hey glad to be here thanks for being here see you later whatever you want to say let's just go through in order that I see you guys on the screen we'll start with Pumpkin King you got anything going on Pumpkin? Well, you can find me of course on my Twitter the uh, Pumpkin the I think is the pumpkin king though with the eyes turned into ones and the e it turned into a three 
you can always find me there or you can always talk uh, message me on discord i'm in the robots radio discord if you want to talk nice yeah there's a bunch of people on our discord at this point so yeah join us join us in there thanks for joining us pumpkin all right void you're up um you got you can find me on the discord um my name is the same as it is right here uh v v zero one d 696 um i'm also on twitch i'll probably be streaming later tonight awesome awesome and that's your twitch name too that's your twitch channel yes Yep. Awesome. Cool. All yeah. caps. Go check out Void's Twitch channel. Awesome. All right, Darth Odin, you're up next. Yeah, I'm going to just be uh, streaming here and there. Under Darth, really Darth Odin, just... specifically. Um, what's your account name so people can follow you? We'll give it. We'll give it a second. Are you playing Fallout? Oh uh, yeah, actually I am. Um, Odin, the hooded one, ninety three. It's all one. All one word. word. Got it. Odin the Hooded One, Hooded One Ninety Three, for Fallout stuff. And which Fallout are you playing? Uh, right now, seventy six. Okay, cool. Yeah, fifth anniversary coming up. That's pretty cool. Awesome. And otherwise, they can reach you on the Discord. They can reach me on Discord or on Facebook as Ian Hedges. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for joining us again, Conman. You're up right. next. You got anything you want to shout out? Um, yeah, you could find me on, uh, I have a TikTok uh, at cgoody98. Um, that's all lower cases. And I also have a Twitch, cgoody22. Um, you can find me both of those. I haven't posted a video or streamed in quite a while, but I've got some, my free times opening back up here soon. So hopefully I'll be able to be active on both those platforms again. Um, one, cool. of the, one of the cool. things I had been doing on Twitch that I'd like to get back into was a uh, Fallout New Vegas hardcore mode one life wow. uh, attempt. Uh, so that would be fun to get back into. And uh, you can also reach me on the Discord uh, under Conman517. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. Nova. Very happy you, to be here. Yeah. Awesome. Nova, I know you've got stuff. Hello. Hello. I do. Um I have a YouTube channel, which is Supernova, capital S, lowercase U-P-E-R, capital N, zero, capital V, capital A. Look for the golden retriever icon. I just posted a video not too long ago, five days ago, about the sociopaths well, the scientific sociopaths of America and the fall universe. <laughs> nice. So, uh, it's it's a it's a video like that's just the catchy title. It's a video specifically about the unethical scientific corporations and the defense contractors of pre-war America. It's probably going to be an ongoing series over the over the next few months or something like that. But first entry is about West Tech, Voltec, and Big MT. Uh, I'm working on a video tonight. I'll be working on a video about uh, of uh, uh, nuka, uh, not nuka call. My bad. Sunset sarsaparilla, and so that would be what I'm going to be posting next. And nice. so I'm very excited. Yeah. Nice sunset sarsaparilla. Hey, sunset sarsaparilla. That's every time I hear the name, I have to say it in like an old timey like <laughs> prospector voice. Oh, give me like, some sunset sarsaparilla. So funny you say that. While Odin was talking, I was rehearsing saying it like that. Oh, ironically, <laughs> I'm going Shasparilla, but I couldn't get yeah. it to the tone I wanted to, though. Yeah, it's the it's the appropriate. It's the only way you're supposed yeah. to say that. Yeah, awesome. We'll yeah, go check out. After, oh, sorry. After Sunset Shasparilla video, I'll be posting a video about the Navy, about Air Force and Coast Guard. So that would be a follow up to a previous video I did a couple months ago. Cool. Supernova, yeah. right? Supernova? Yes, sir. Supernova. I'm also on the Discord. Hit me up there if you really want to. But I 
uh, I, I tend to not really check it all that much, but if you do send me a direct message, I should respond within a couple minutes. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And then AK Spartan, you don't have anything going on, do you? I, no, I don't, I don't think I actually have, have much going on. I'm, I'm definitely on the discord um, and people <laughs> can hit me up there for my battle net. Um, I've been playing a lot of Diablo four, but um, I actually am also the newest member of the rocket club. What? And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom, you didn't know that. Did you? Oh, I just found out right now. I totally, yeah, didn't, okay. I totally I didn't know. Totally. Yeah. I totally slipped my mind too. Yeah. No, but um, yeah. So <laughs> that is something I'm doing. I know that uh, I've talked a lot about maybe streaming some Elden Ring and uh, I'm coming at you with the Elden Archives, a From Software Lorecast. So that's what we're cooking up and I'm excited to get that going. That'll be coming up with the first couple episodes pretty soon and i'm excited to get that going yeah dude i'm excited for that too that sounds like honestly that was something i had considered if i was to branch out and do other shows i was like elden ring lore is pretty cool maybe i could do something about that but i'm glad you decided to pick that up because now yeah yeah. now i can just listen to it and i don't have to make it myself (laughs) so that's cool too uh but yeah good luck with that and i'm sure you'll fill us in next time with more details absolutely yeah thank you awesome awesome and then low green wrapping us up low green (laughs) <laughs> Gary! Oh no, he found the sound clips. Oh no. I saw that grin on your face and I was like, he's up to something. Nicely done, sir. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, but um, well, everybody could always either find me on the Discord. I'm, I think, just a little green on there. Or if you want to see some of the stuff that I do uh, photography wise, you can look up little green on underscore photography on Instagram. I got a couple things I'm just always forgetting to put out. So, yeah, no. Uh, and I might be joining Pumpkin King sooner or later on Fallout 76 with his shenanigans. Nice. <laughs> nice shenanigans always welcome <laughs> yes awesome well good luck with all that and thank you everybody for being here uh these are always a super fun so thanks for joining me and uh you know where my stuff is robotsradio.net for all the different shows starfield lorecast is going well uh elder scrolls lorecast is still going We've got all the all budget content for you to check out if you're interested in any of those other games so thanks for being here i'll be back next week with another regular episode but until then stay safe out there because there's a bunch of spooky stuff out in fallout and uh, we'll see you next time bye everybody to plug into everything else we're doing check out robotsradio.net reach out to me on twitter at robots underscore radio check out the robots radio rocket club where you can join me and a bunch of our other creators creating your podcast starting a new podcast or helping your current podcast grow There's more information about that on robotsradio.net as well. And you can always talk with us and the entire community, over 2,000 people on the Robots Radio Discord. Come join us. We'd love to chat with you. See you guys next time.